I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Hour number two of a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, all proudly brought to you by BetMGM. It's Gil Alexander. Is Kelly Bidlin. Breaking news, Kelly. Uh, Mikhail, who does our uh, F1 podcast with Wes Reynolds, I know. has uh, grown a full mustache. I, I, I've got to confirm this. I need a picture. We need a picture. Sean, Sean just dropped that little note and then walked out. Just walks out in the studio, walks out. Like, he's, he's like, like it wasn't the hot goss like ra- the, around VEASAN. Come on. He's like the, I need to see this mustache. like the butler on Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Just walks in, one liner, <laughs> leaves. It's a great gig for Sean. Um, we get tweets at Beatty the Book. I always appreciate the uh, feedback. Todd Ricker. Gil, my 11 year old son and I, daily viewers of a numbers game and your math lessons before departing for school each day, in Vegas this weekend for the 11 and under Desert Fall Classic Baseball Tournament. Coming in from Seattle, first game tomorrow is uh, ex Mariner starting pitcher Bob Stoddard's Cobras versus Valley Center California Squirrels. I love that that's a name for a team. Oh, I, I, I feel like a bunch of those games are played right here next to the South Point. He said, any early line on the game at the South Point, hot, we're stopping by today for hot dog special lunch. Can't wait. Thank you, Todd. Appreciate you and your son watching, and good luck with the baseball game. Yeah, I, th- I think this time around last year, I ended up at a blackjack table for hours with just dads that were coaching baseball games the next morning. Craig Parlay, from whose loins Jeff Parlay sprung. You don't want to live in a world where the Eagles are undefeated, Gil? Try living like I do, a half hour outside of Philadelphia while the Eagles are undefeated and the Phillies are in the World Series. Excruciating. (laughs) (laughs) I feel you, man. By the way, Jeff Parle's on the cusp of holy matrimony. Coming soon. Yeah, he is. Coming soon. A. Brown at ALB underscore ATC. Let's ride on an eight-hour flight right now with some wacko doing high knees while everyone's trying to sleep. (laughs) Okay. Mr. D., uh, regarding summer without the M, my first thought was consumer without the con. Oh, is he trying to say something right there? Yeah. But apparently we're not good at our jobs, Gil. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Jim, Jim DeWitt says, I can attest to getting up on the East Coast and making some plays before I jump into my work day. So you were right about the timing on that. Uh, Phil Weiss taking a shot, taking another shot at Crossroom Sports here. What, what's going on? Phil Weiss never has anything nice to say. He said, please, Gil, I've been playing Survivor Suicide Knockout or whatever you want to call it for 30 years and not and won once. Not because I was sharp, but because I was lucky. So, Bob, uh, stop patting yourself on the back until you get the money. I, stop it. He wasn't patting himself on the back. He, wasn't he was, he was defending himself against another hater. 
Yeah. What is it with and, sports and, uh, betters that they don't like when other people have success? And all he's doing is def- is is what defending it? his strategy too, exactly. right? It's not defend. It's not gloating or anything like that. No, Bob, we're we're on your side. Can't read that one from Web twelve sixty six, Kelly. Uh, Jordan Allen uh, can't wait for college ball to start. It's about time. I've been a withdrawal. Withdrawal should be a great season. Uh, Jason Sparty KY says, I read once that if Magic didn't leave for the NBA, Ralph Sampson was coming to Michigan State. Oh, I didn't hear that. By the way, Virginia got further in the NCAA tournament the year after Ralph with Othell Wilson than they ever did with Ralph. Razor Rosenthal getting me pumped. Jim Root getting me pumped for college basketball. Great segment. Uh, and then uh, angriest guy in New Jersey, Gil. Iona at minus 30. You might not be excited. You and your deep radio voice, I'm excited, Jim. Good as it gets. <laughs> glad, glad you enjoy that. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, he's not here with us today, but he is with us. Kind enough to join us for a segment unscripted with Bill Krakenberger. Yes. Yeah. This is great idea. It is great idea. I mean, I still feel like it's directly out of Rocky. Oh, one, of them, oh, one of the five. Oh. Look at him. Well, you can't help but smile because the greatest hype music ever. How you doing, Billy? Well, I'm on uh, no sleep. I tried to sleep on an overnight flight, but I can't sleep on a flight overnight. I mean, uh, it's just too tough for me. So I'm still up from last night, but. I'm going to take a nap right after I get off with you. Um, yeah, I, I'm on the East Coast. There was a really good opportunity. I was going to come in studio, but I literally came here and didn't even pack a bag. Uh, text you yesterday. And um, let me just tell you, a lot of these, just put yourself, we're going to get into a little strategy here right away. Please. Just put, put yourself into, because I didn't get down there to bet yet. Literally, my plane was late. Rental car. I'm rubbing my eyes here. Um, so just put yourself in, in, uh, Joe Public, they see teams win and they say, oh, this team's going to make the playoffs. Oh, wow. This is a great opportunity. And these places like this, DraftKings and, and the other sports books, I'm, I'm allowed to bet uh, in person a pretty good amount. And um, they, uh, you know, the, the, the real thing is to bet the opposite of that. Bet these teams not to make the playoff because especially if something's happening that's fresh in people's mind, automatically the books skew that. And they know which way people are going to bet. So there's some really good opportunities to bet uh, the no, no plus money will teams not make the playoffs. You know, we've only seen some really good weeks from out of, out of a lot of these good teams. Uh, even the Eagles, um, I see their over-unders 13 and a half, over 35, under plus 115. I wouldn't be betting the over on that. So, But everyone sees this team unbeaten and they see these, you know, um, and not only them, there's some better, there's other teams still, I'll tell you right now, like the New York Giants. People think like they're the next coming of Christ. I mean, um, I know they're, they're over-unders 10 and a half. Will they make the playoffs minus three? Yes, minus three to one. They may be coming back to life a little bit. Uh, they may, you know, coming back down to earth, I mean, pretty soon too. So there's some good opportunities for some no's I'm going to bet. I'm not saying which ones right now. I'm just giving you some examples of no, things. Your, your point um, is a great one, Bill, because we don't say it enough. Right? Recency bias. Now, you're talking about two teams that have performed well over a course of a couple months now almost. But recency right. bias is never bigger than it is in the NFL, and specifically on a week-to-week basis also, right? Like we thought one thing of the Bears three days ago, and we think an entirely different thing about them now necessary, you know, with most oh, people. There you go. Yeah. Perfect. That's a perfect one. Um, so a couple of things, one of your guys, I just heard you read a tweet about some guys doing high knees on a plane. You know, it's funny. I notice stuff more on planes now than ever. People just don't care. They they're, don't the care. Center of a, they're the center of attention. And, and, uh, you know, it's not just cause it's world series time, but any flights 
to and from Philadelphia, <laughs> brother, <laughs> boy, there's some, there's an area of the country that is, uh, it's just a tough area. It's like, I feel like I'm almost inside of, uh, you know, the, the stadium, uh, inside of a plane. So, um, they just think that they're the only people on the plane and don't realize that we're on a little tube. We're not in the, in the middle of a 55,000 seat stadium. Um, but yeah, so that, that's something I do notice also. I know it's, it's pointed out more on shows and uh, social media clips and stuff, but it really is more as there's a lot more uh, people. You know what we did? I think we conditioned all these people to get free checks and free money. And now there may be a little revolt happening. So, and they, and they want to take it out on their local KFC clerk behind the counter. Um, it, it's, it's, it's a very interesting times we're living. I'll just say that, um, casinos packed coast to coast, you know, someone, Oh, Oh, here's something I, I just spontaneously thought about. Now, this is just something that someone sent me, and I, I thought it was a real good thing. I, I don't know if he wants his name mentioned, so I won't mention his name, but um, I'll read this to you. One thing no one is talking about that I'm you, John, in a time of economic collapse, recession, and inflation, in a time where middle class is disappearing and no one can afford a house, in a time when people have to choose between filling up their gas tank to go to work or buying their kids' Christmas presents, the entire sports betting world is shoving gambling down everyone's throats, uh, acting like it's fun, normal, cool way to spend your, your money. Let's remind you that it's called gambling. It's a loser's game. The odds are stacked against you. It's addicting, and the only smallest percentage of people on earth will, will win at this. But here we are, legalized normally in the harder times than it's ever been to survive. I just, I, listen, we, we, you and I re have re preached responsible gambling from our uh, our, our, for years, but from where we grow up, where we've grown up and we've seen things happen. And I've been around a lot of this stuff myself. I was a loser for many, many years before I was a winning gambler growing up back where I did when I was a kid. So it's just, when I see something like that, I feel it's worthy of, uh, re repeating or talking about, to, to it's, you, but, it's um, a healthy reminder for sure. It is a healthy reminder that because we, we, we listen, we have Kelly and I have a ball every morning in here, right? We have a blast. We're talking about what we're betting, uh, what we're winning on, what we're losing on, what we what we think, um, and it's all awesome. But yes, there's obviously uh, contextual things, right? It's not uh, it's not for everybody, and never get ahead of your skis on that kind of thing for sure. That should be a that should be a reminder we have here on the show every once yeah. in a while. Yeah, I like to go into something else before I get off my second Please. here. Um, you know, the padding of records of people who sell games. Oh, jeez. Um, yeah. I I I don't like. When I, I've talked about one of the services, and they're gonna now, now they're gonna tweet about me and in their little chat room of, um, you know, uh, you know, but I'm not even talking about them though. They're one of them, but I'm not even talking about that group. There are some other groups out there. I don't like when someone sends out a prop and it says, um, "Bet this prop over under yardage at Fanduel. Bet this prop over under yardage at PointsBet." Bet this prop over under yardage at MGM, whatever it may be. I don't think that's fair. I would never do that. I can't do that. I can't sleep with myself knowing that I would be able to just give out a prop where one person or two people or whatever are going to be able to get it just at that one jurisdiction, jurisdictional sports book. I don't think it's fair, and it's going on rampantly. I don't like it at all, Gil. It's a great point. Uh, I think you should have a... It's a great you know, point. You should, you just, just to pad your record. You know, Terrible. On, on, the Terrible. Me, on the Megapod, we are, we have a rule, Todd, Jeff, and I, and, you know, VR, and, and Marco and I in the past, 
has to be at least three sports books minimum of price available. Uh, and really, we have consensus now. If it's not the consensus number, we don't allow it on the Megapod, talking about uh, the weekly uh, Beating the Book Megapod every Thursday, Rufus Peabody, the guest today. So we have that rule there. Dr. Bob, right? And I'm sure Right Angle is the same way. Dr. Bob is like it was a three-book minimum. Like if it's not a, if it's not at multiple books, um, then you then it's not a bet. Like it doesn't count. You can't do that. So I think it's a it's a great thing for you to bring up because it is getting more rampant, and it's rampant, uh, understandably, because these people are brand new to the business, and this is how they feel they can do things, and it's just not. It ain't kosher is basically what you're saying. And I think you're right about it's, that. It's not not that they're brand new to the business. They know it's going to pad their record. It's just it's in not some, right. In some right. cases, right? In some cases, you're right. It's a little more Wilson. But you're right. They could be green. They yeah. could be green. You, yeah. you could be right. Bill, thank, yeah. you for, thank you for spending the time. Nap in front of you. All right. All right. Thanks, guys. Look forward to Hope having you, you in the studio. Bill Krakenberger. Bill Crackman with a K. Unscripted with the Crackman. We'll come back. AFC division odds. We got to get to those next on a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast. To start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. Back on a numbers game right here live from the South Point Hotel Casino. Tip of the strip, Skill Alexander, Kelly Bidlin is here as well. Not to mention Kevin Kevin, the corner, Sean McCollum. Isaiah Von Vrinkle downstairs, Wyatt Tomchak. Let's give everybody a shout. Matt Hicks. Matt Hicks. I left out Matt Hicks. My bad. Sorry about that, man. Uh, Everybody who makes the show possible. We appreciate it each and every day. By the way, Thanksgiving and Christmas coming up. Everything for the VEASAN store for everybody. On me. There we go. One item per person. Can be any item. And last year was like, can I get the black hoodie? I was like, I said one item. No, Isaiah, I hear you. I believe I I heard one item, one of each item at the store. That's not. What I said. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. It's a it's a Hanukkah for everybody. <laughs> uh, we get tweets at Benny the Book. Jesse Welch, Jay Welch, thirty one. After week two, I grabbed the Broncos' fewest wins at DraftKings at two hundred and fifty to one. Wow, small, good for you. Good man. for you, Jesse. He said, small wager. Definitely pulling for that one though. Nice job, Jesse. Well done. Phil Weiss, he's mad at me because he goes, no, I've said nice things about you guys, too. He's right. He's right. So we apologize to Phil Weiss. He has said nice things also. Mark Geiger, in-house attorney for a numbers game, uh, talking to Bob DeLuca, who was kind enough to join us from Crushem Sports. Bob DeLuca, the only guy who has six entries left out of the remaining 125 in Circus Survivor. And I am so pulling for Bob. And he 
acted like yesterday, or he sort of hinted that he might play one team on all six entries again for the eighth consecutive week yesterday. Uh, Geiger backing up Bob, defending Bob against uh, Hateration. He goes, uh, oh, and what I was talking about, because it's not just sports betters, Gil. I was, I was saying how it's so fascinating how sports betters, because sports betters has this, like, one subset where, like, they're the worst, you know, they're, they're like, really, they, they can't enjoy anybody else's success. It's a fascinating oh, human characteristic. So, true. Yep. so Mark Geiger says, not just sports betters. He goes, go, Bob. It's a dark aspect of human nature that the lizard brain cannot abide seeing success in others. Seven deadly sin stuff. I'm sure that Todd Wishnev, who often confers with Hashem, would have some useful comments on this phenomenon as well. <laughs> yes, he would. Todd Wishnev, star of the, uh, of the uh, Megapod. Yes, Hundred percent. It is such a fascinating human flaw that those who have it have no idea they have. Everybody it's fascinating. Is. I'm rooting for Bob. Yeah. I also love the. I, I love the. I love the the possibility that he might lay six on the line, or there's the hint that he might. Everybody else out there in Survivor, he's living in your head right he now. He is rent-free in your head. He is rent-free in I your head it. right now. I love it. Because, Bob, you don't know what Bob's going to do. He might be jabbing, you know, sticking yeah. and moving. You don't know what he's doing. I love it. I, uh, I, got, I got a tweet here. from. How about, how about this one from Points Bet, from Points Bet Sportsbook? Oh, all right. Early payout alert, Gil. Everybody, all everybody will get paid out on Lakers win totals under forty four and a half and under forty five and a half made this season. Paying out on the under they're, already. They're paying them out already. How do you feel about these sports books doing this types of thing? Uh, it's all marketing. It's I, all marketing. I, I, don't, I don't. I don't really care. That is the correct answer. It is all marketing. It's hundred percent marketing. Slippery slope, perhaps. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. But you know, that's that's you know, they're I, that's on them, right? Like that's that's something they're gonna have to deal with. Lakers 0 and four staring down the barrel of 0 and seven. Boy, that'd be fabulous, wouldn't it? Yeah. To see that happen. All right, let's talk about AFC division odds. We talked about NFC division odds earlier this week, and I landed on the Atlanta Falcons as the single best bet uh for me, in my opinion, in terms of division odds. NFC South, they're tied for the division lead. They were 3-1, to one, always shop around for the best number. I thought they were the best of the NFC division odds. Now, let me just say this, spoiler alert from the beginning, Kelly might have a different opinion. I don't have anything I like as much of, of that, uh, as much as that, rather, in the AFC. Well, there's, there, there's two that I think are at least can provide a good conversation. Should we get yeah. the two easy ones well, out the, of the, the way? The... AFC's kill. Any desire to bet, take a long shot bet on the Jets, Dolphins, or Patriots? Well, that's where I was going. Now, you can't really talk about the AFC East or the AFC West because, you know, Buffalo and Kansas City, they'll be favored in every game but maybe one the rest of the way. So you're right. There's no conversation to be had. There is there? No. I, I, I do find the, I find the AFC West one, I guess, a little interesting with the, like, only plus 450 on the Chargers. I, it seems a little short. It seems like... It seems like the sportsbook kind of don't want any Chargers bets in case something wacky happens and they don't want to make that number longer. But what do you what do you feel the true chances of wackiness happening is? I mean, not much. Either do I. Not much, but but more it would be more not the chief not the Chiefs taking a step back. It would it would be the Chargers finally finally getting their stuff together and take and taking that step forward that me you and I talked about all offseason right that we did think this was a team that could be pretty good this year but man it's the same old chargers injuries at their key wide receivers i it's just same old stuff I, there's nothing for me there nothing for me there either 
The other two I think are worth at least uh, talking about. All right, well, let's start with the AFC South, where right now Tennessee has a – it's a one-and-a-half game lead, but essentially it's a two-game lead, right, in this division. They've already swept the Colts. So tiebreakers, you know, barring a tie, tiebreakers won't come yep. into play. So it's, it's essentially a two-game lead here. And – then there's the Jaguars, who, again, Eric Eager, were you surprised that Eric was, I was like, what's the undervalued team right now? Immediately went back to the Jaguars. No, well, he's I, not the only one. I wasn't surprised, because they're up there for me, too. Okay. Jaguars are two and five. They're two games, uh, excuse me, two and a half back. And then there's the Texans bringing up the rear. So, if you're tempted to bet the Titans at minus 155, here's the counter argument to that. They still have to play at Kansas City, at Green Bay, home Cincinnati, at Philly, and home Dallas, not to mention at the Chargers. So I don't think you can lay the minus 155. And the Colts are punting on the season, or are they? Do they think that Sam Ellinger now represents a chance to actually do something with the season? This was my question about that the morning after that, Matt Ryan benching, which is, do the Colts think they're tanking with Sam Ellinger, which is perhaps the proper thing to do with a great quarterback crop this coming draft, or do they think they're actually salvaging the season? I don't know. Well, I think it's – I don't think salvaging's the word, but I think it gives them – it just gives them another dimension on offense that might actually be what they need to play a little better. But yet, but make no mistake, I still, thi- I still think it's them punting on the season. I do too. I mean, that'd be the proper thing to do, and that's from ownership. So, so, I, so I mean, what's your Colts, thought here? Because I don't have a bet here. The Colts are unbettable. However, I will bring up, uh, Gil, that this, like, we saw this. Uh, so I was sitting, I mean, I was sitting in this chair when the Matt Ryan news came down, looked at how these different books adjusted odds. And, like, I'll use DraftKings as an example. They swung, Colts went to, like, 4-1. to one. That's been That's been bet down. It's, like, plus 225 now. So they're still getting Colts money regardless of who's at quarterback which which I find interesting it's not it's not leading me to a bet here or anything in fact I think they're the one team that you can't bet in this division it would be to me the only thing you could really bet would be the Jags if you somehow have a very strong conviction that this team's going to bounce back and I think, which I do not which I don't really either but the Here's here's the thing with the Titans because I I almost went and made a division bet the other day on this and just laid it with the Titans because I was like I don't I don't think any of these teams are going to catch them even though they're not that good. Schedule's tough, man. But the schedule's tough, and we've talked about this before. But I don't believe they're as good of a team as they were last year. Right. When you were very high on them, yep. and I really wasn't that high on them last year. And if I don't think they're as good as they were last year, then we're really talking about a mediocre football team. And am I really confident seven weeks in I should be laying that kind of price? on them and to go to win a division in the NFL, I don't know that I should. Let's talk about the AFC North, because we actually alluded to this on guessing lines. This is what sort of sparked these segments on division odds, because we happened to take a look at the fact that both the Ravens and Bengals, Ravens playing tonight against the Bucks as we've talked about, both the Ravens and Bengals are 4-3, and three, and yet you can get the Bengals to win the division at plus 180. And our quick reaction to that was, oh, wow, that, that might represent value. And then Chris Valique also texted us on this, but you look at the Bengals' schedule, and again, with the caveat of it's not necessarily as reliable a thing to go through a schedule now and go win, loss, 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 win, win, loss. Like, you can't do that as reliably anymore. But having said that, the Bengals do have home games versus Buffalo and Kansas City along the way. Their schedule is vastly more difficult than that of the Ravens. 
oh, on paper. Yes. But it's on paper, right? You're still getting a team, regardless of how you feel about the schedule, you're still getting a team with the exact same record right now with the Ravens' dogs tonight. I've got a bet on the Ravens, but the Ravens are dogs tonight that you can get at plus 180. Are you tempted by the Bengals at all? Okay, you know me. I'm higher on the Bengals. I, I had them ahead of the Ravens in my power rankings. Yep. So I do like the Bengals. I like their long-term prospects, I think, in this season a bit more than the Ravens. But when we talk about this market, I can't get there on a bet kill. I, mean, we're I talking, can't either. You have to just keep in mind, like you said, keep in mind the remaining schedules. This is who the Ravens have left. They play the Bengals one time. Mm-hmm. Okay? Other than that, it is Jaguars, Panthers, Steelers twice, Saints, Browns, and and Broncos. And I know everybody wants to freak out about these blown double-digit leads with the Ravens, but you can also flip the other side of that coin is they've had double-digit leads in every single one of their games so far this season. Mm -hmm. So are we going to see that kind of, you know, regress back to the mean? I would expect so. And there's a lot of teams they're just going to cruise through on this schedule. And the Ravens did beat the Bengals in their first matchup this year. So keep that in mind as well for potential tiebreaker purposes if the Ravens happen to sweep. So I still like the Falcons the best of all of these. Me too. League-wide. I do. We'll come back. The great Joe Theismann on the other side. Super Bowl MVP, Super Bowl champion, and then coach of the year odds. It's a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. A numbers game on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Get everything VSIN has to offer for the rest of the football season for only $99. Sign up now and get VSIN Pro access all the way through the Super Bowl, including our Pro Picks daily recap of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests, Pro Tools like our exclusive betting splits, Pro Tips with actionable insights to up your betting game, deep dive daily betting reports on the NBA, NHL, and MLB playoffs, plus our upcoming college basketball, college bowl, and Super Bowl betting guides. Give yourself an edge. Visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe to get your $99 midseason special today. That's VSIN.com slash subscribe. It's Gil Alexander. Our next guest makes me so happy I can't even explain it to you. Um, some of my greatest childhood mo- childhood moments, really my greatest, spent at RFK Stadium in Washington, D.C., watching this gentleman uh, take Washington, the Washington football team, to one Super Bowl title and really the next year in 1983 one of the great teams of all time, quite frankly, that uh, couldn't quite get it done at the Super Bowl. He is, of course, the great former Super Bowl champion and MVP of the NFL season in 1983, Joe Theismann. Good morning, Joe. Good morning. How are you today? I'm doing very well. Uh, I should also point out that the debut of A Football Life, Joe Theismann, uh, was a few weeks ago. And, Joe, I just wanted to say this is me and talking about all my fellow Washington football fans uh, who grew up watching the great years of the Joe Gibbs Washington football team. If you ever thought you didn't have an impact on any of us, please think again, because we were all texting back and forth. I thought it went, I thought the, the show was great. How did you feel it came out? Well, I, first of all, I appreciate it. I was flattered by what the NFL did. I was absolutely, you know, blown away. I mean, having a chance to have Drew there uh, in the, video and of course Lawrence was there and getting to go back to my my old high school um, walk around the field it's just just wonderful memories growing up in South River and then of course you know the years at Notre Dame and I, you know you can't forget the years I spent in Toronto I loved it up there yeah three wonderful years in Toronto but the years in Washington were special and to walk around that stadium it brought back some incredible memories fond memories of people banging their feet on the feet on the seats and the 
stadium shaking and the ground beneath my feet shaking. It was unbelievable. The stadium shook at RFK. It sure did. I have to tell you, like, when you and Lawrence Taylor, by the way, Drew Drew Pearson is who Joe is uh, referring to, which, by the way, Joe, I didn't re- – how is it that all those years I didn't realize that you and Drew Pearson went to high school together? Like, that was yeah, so – Yeah, a lot of people. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people don't know. A lot of people don't didn't realize. Of course, a lot of years have gone by, and there's been a lot of time spent. And of course, we were great rivals with the Cowboys and the Redskins. So, uh, yeah, a lot of people didn't realize that Drew, Drew was my wide receiver. Matter of fact, first pass he caught was a touchdown pass. Yeah, which you guys reenacted there. And then you and Lawrence Taylor walking around RFK was, I, I mean, it for me it was even emotional because of all the great time spent there. And it felt like there were weeds growing or there were gardens growing in there. Obviously, your career, you know, your career ended in uh, prematurely. Obviously, one of the more famous injuries in the history of the National Football League, and so yours ended prematurely. As you look out now into the NFL, and you see Tom Brady at age forty-five, Aaron Rodgers now in his late thirties, not having good seasons, and there's an understatement. As you look at them now, what what are your thoughts on how this is going at this stage of their careers? Well, you know, you've heard me say this many times. The quarterback position is the single most dependent position on the field. No question the single most dependent position on the field. And and so, you know, I'll give you an example. The Washington game with Green Bay, I counted eight drop passes and two dropped interceptions by the Green Bay Packers. I understand exactly what Aaron is saying. You know, different quarterbacks, different players uh, say things and approach things differently. And, and, you know, Aaron keeps saying people have trouble with the truth. Fact of the matter is they're dropping a lot of footballs. Go back to the first game of the year. He's got a, he's got a young receiver down the, down the field. guy dropped it. And, you know, I, I don't know whether Devontae Adams was going to stay or not. I think he wanted to get back closer to home. So I don't know whether it was, I'm sure they offered him comparable money. Um, but, you know, he might, you know, he had reasons to, to move on. But in, in Aaron's case, I just think there's the offensive production has a lot to do with people not doing their job around him. In Tom's case, you got a similar situation. You've got, you know, things just haven't worked out. And, and, you know, I mean, I think you have to play until you get it out of your system. I never had that opportunity. But you have to play to get it out of your system. You get it out of your system and you say it's over, it's over. Now, Tom thought it was over a year ago. Turns out it, it wasn't. So I just feel like, you, you know, you're all, you don't want to look back and say, I had a little bit more. I could have gone a little bit more. When it's done, it's done. And then you walk from it. Speaking of Washington, do you feel they're better off with Taylor Heineke right now than they were with Carson Wentz, who's on the IR? I think, I, I, you know, are they better off? It's hard to say. I mean, you know, they, they got a win, but they got two wins with Carson. They got one with Taylor. I think the offense has a chance to be a little more expanded because of his familiarity with Scott Turner and Scott's familiarity with him, uh, and Taylor's mobility, I think, helps. The offensive line um, has struggled to a degree. So I think from an offensive standpoint, they have an opportunity to be able to do more things and, and extend plays a little bit more. You know, Carson's a drop-back passer. He's not going to run away from a lot of people. And so in that case, it's a little bit of a different offense, probably a little bit better for what they need right now until they get their offensive line blocking better, but the defense is playing well. Let me ask one more Washington question. And to the extent that you're able to answer this, because I don't want to put you in an uncomfortable position, but for those of us, (laughs) (laughs) you know what's coming. For those of us who grew up in the glory days, and obviously these aren't them, 
Do you feel like the team, will, the franchise, will never quite return to that glory unless there's a change at the very top? I, I, you know, it's, it's, that's, not, that's not something that, that I would even consider trying to answer because I don't know. Uh, I do know that I know the guys are trying hard. I know the coaching staff is working their rear ends off. We've won three football games. We go into Indianapolis, which is not an easy place to win. Uh, we get that one. There's a couple of, you know, you've got some toughies coming up. Um, but, I, you know, I look at, I'm just looking at the football operation. I think those guys are playing their rear ends off, and they're trying darn hard. Who is the quarterback in the league right now, as you watch the NFL week to week, Joe, who, I don't know if it embodies what you stood for more than anything. Maybe, maybe you see a little bit of them in, you know, a little bit of you in them. Or who's just the one, generally speaking, who you're like, I think most people have this guy wrong. Like, this guy's better than most people think. You know, when you, you know, I think Jalen Hurts has sort of proven that fact to a degree in, in, uh, in, in Philadelphia. I think, you know, there were a lot of questions. You know, I, he moves around. I moved around. Not that tall. Not that tall. Didn't have the strongest arm. But played on a defense that was really great. Had a really solid running game. And so, you know, if I look at if I look at the Eagles, I see Jalen. I see a guy that uh, does a lot of the things that I had the opportunity to do: keep the chains moving, get close, and then pound it in if you needed to. And then, you know, good, solid wide receivers. You know, AJ Brown. I had Art Monk. So, I mean, it's not just the quarterback position, but even I look at those the Eagle football team looks a little bit like you know the guys that I played with and the team that I played on. I love that comparison. Eagles fans ought to be thrilled with that comparison. I'll uh, say, I'll say the guys that I really think are unbelievable though is Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. I mean, Josh is. I mean, those two. You know, and of course, I think Jalen will be in the conversation. But uh, you know, those the two of them in particular uh, have just put on shows in every game. And you know, going head to head, we saw what it looked like when two Titans went at it. And so it was, you know, just it's been it's been fun to watch. I think the young guys coming in. I mean, this week alone. When you think about it, you've got Heineke starting his second game in Washington, Sam Edinger starting in Indianapolis. You have Pickett now playing in Pittsburgh. You have P.J. Walker in Carolina. Uh, you've got Rippon out in Denver, who but looks like uh, Russell's going to play this week. I mean, you look around, and again, the quarterback position is, is in flux a lot. A lot of different you know, young guys stepping up. And like I said, but I, you know, I, love to watch, I love to watch Patrick work his magic and I love to watch Josh impart his will on a game. Two very distinctly different things. I love, I love how you put that. The, let me, last question. We have a minute left here. I asked you about who, who you see a little of yourself in. You famously, of course, played um, most prominently. You played for multiple coaches, but most prominently uh, an 0-5 start with Joe Gibbs as head coach. Then you guys had the famous meeting together. You won 36 of your next 42 football games, regular season and postseason combined one of the great combos in the history of the league. Who's the head coach you look at now that reminds you the most of Joe Gibbs? You know, I, I, think, I think it's Andy Reid. I, I say that because you look at, you know, we had a group of characters with character. That's the way I defined it. You know, they weren't, they weren't choir boys by any stretch of the imagination. We had a fun team. We had an unbelievable team. I think Andy has such a great pulse on his football team. I mean, you know, the Kansas City Chiefs, so what are they going to do without Tariq? Yeah, they're going to win. I mean, you know, and Tariq's a great addition to Miami, and he changes, changes defense. But I think Andy has a great pulse on everything, his coaching staff, his players, what they need, how they need it. 
Um, so, I, you know, I, I would sort of put Andy in that category with Coach. Joe, I appreciate it so much. Thank you for spending the time. You betcha. It's always great catching up with you. Take care. Thanks so much. Joe Theismann, everybody, at Theismann 7, the number 7, his uniform number in Washington and, of course, elsewhere. That's where you can find him on Twitter. No one Kelly was ever tougher than that guy right there. Oh, man. He's great. That was just a great hit. I love his comments on Rodgers. I think the Eagles comparison is an interesting one. Single bar face mask, by the way. Don't ever forget that. At quarterback, the great Joe Theismann. Coming back, Coach of the Year odds. On the other side, Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashing the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets. It's never been easier to join the action on the new BetMGM app. Featuring a fresh redesign with improved features and quicker navigation, planning a trip to Vegas? You can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards Sports Betting's premier loyalty program, including exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks. When you wager with BetMGM, sign up with BetMGM or log in today to take advantage of BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Skill Alexander. Kelly Billen is here. Kelly checking out golf in Bermuda. Mm-hmm. You have no bets? No? Smotherman. Smotherman, the first-round leader right now. Smotherman. No, I didn't bet anything this tournament. It's a really weak field. Uh, and, you know, this time of the year, you're not getting the recent uh, recent uh, pr- play that you can fall back on stat-wise and a, a really, really weak field. Uh, so, yeah, I stayed away from this one. We were talking about Bermuda. It just it fascinates me, the island and where it's at. And I have Four-hour been... flight time, by the way, from D.C. to Bermuda. Was four hours? Yeah, four hours. That I don't it's, remember. It's like in the middle of the dang Atlantic. It's bizarre. So I went to Bermuda. It is off. So it's, yeah, if you go east, due east from North Carolina. That's basically exact. It's like so South it, Carolina exact due it's east. It's its own place in the world. I don't know if you've heard of a triangle named after it, by the way. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's one of the few places I want to go visit. By the way, it's beautiful and super expensive. Yeah. 
Horseshoe, I think it was Horseshoe uh, Beach was one of the beaches. Oh, beautiful. Gorgeous. Almost as expensive as uh, Parles and Charges' new haircut. He's looking sharp back here. Oh, Ooh. Megapod right after the show, Tease ladies and gentlemen. He's the Megapod audience. Todd Wishnev, Jeff Parlay, and Rufus Peabody today is the rotating guest. But Jeff Parlay, whose father, Craig Parlay, tweeted in earlier, Jeff typically, now Jeff, you'll back me up on this. Jeff's going to hate what I'm about to say. Jeff typically cuts his hair with a rock. Combs his hair with a rock. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have commented about that before. Combs his hair with a rock. Just like my little brother. But he's 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 got a new do going on. He looks great. Look at that. Look at that kid. Oh, I said I was going to line him up quick. Let's, let's see if we can let's get, get Jeff Parley. He's on the move. Let's get Jeff Parley. I, I see a camera a chasing Parles. Oh, come on in, Jeff. Hey, I'm, Jeff, I'm, I'm Kelly. Kelly. Jeff doesn't even get invited. He just walks in. <laughs> Kelly's trying to get me to hop on. What's going on in the front there, Jeff? I put some gel in today. Look at that. It's a shocker. The shocker. I, I've been doing it a little more recently. I'd, I'd say, ladies, look at Jeff Parlay, but Jeff is uh, already taken there. Jeff's already taken. Well, maybe that's why he did it. He did it just so we could turn down all those women that are constantly coming up to him. <laughs> Let me just uh, point this out before we get to the uh, coach of the year, because we'll get Jeff's thoughts on this as well. But the Lakers, through four games, we probably should have said this earlier, 22.3% from, from behind the arc, which is not only worst in the NBA this year, not only the all-time worst in NBA history over the course of the first four games of a season, but the worst percentage of any four-game span in the history of the National Basketball Association. All right, I'm going to double down on my free throw bet that still hasn't been settled. Oh, yeah, we got to do I can make 23 out of 100 threes. 23 out of 100 threes? Yeah. Okay, wait a minute. Let's get into this. <laughs> Hold on. You, Kelly Bidlin... Yes. Uncontested now. You're just Uncontested. shooting. You think you could hit 23 out of 100 threes. How much are we betting? On my on, on the court of my choice. Are you are these perimeter threes? You're going in the corner? Or I can these go wherever I want, right? As long as it's hey, behind the line. If you want to go wherever you want, that's your business. I was going to say, if you were a smart guy, you would have gone perimeter. Uh, but okay. I, I mean, most of them would be cool. maybe, maybe corner you, three. Maybe corner you want, three. Maybe you want the bank. So Yeah, I'm, I might need the bank. So 23, you think... You are better than the Lakers shooting uncontested threes in an empty gym. I mean, I'm an overly confident guy. You Gil, are. So it's a bet that could absolutely go down in flames. But, yeah, I believe I, I believe I could. I would like to wager this. Is there a time frame? We'll, we'll set it up. We obviously are, we, The primetime action day in the park never occurred. Matt Brown never kicked it. his field goal. He bought his shoes, bought the, bought the football, never made the kick. That has to happen. My free throws have to happen. Three-pointers happen. Kelly, I'm going under. I'm betting against you. And the reason is this. If we have a time limit, which we will have, you're going to get fatigued. Oh, so, okay. The stipulations <laughs> on the free throws was I needed a rebounder, which Matt Brown thought was hilarious. I'll be your rebounder. But, yes, no, the fatigue's an issue. Matt was laughing at me over that. Yeah, you're Sorry, not... Parles. Hop in whenever you want, man. Uh, yeah, you, yeah. you have your own takes on this. Hold on. Wait. With the free throws, how many do you have to hit out of 100 free throws? Uh, it was – so th- this is where Matt and I have argued. I, sa- I said give me Shaq's worst career year, whatever his percentage was. You keep going down on that, though. No, that's what Matt says. You're using the Matt argument. The original <laughs> – statement made by me was that. And then Matt tried to make it like 46%, and he's like, oh, you keep moving it down. I'm glad I didn't press a button or anything on you there. So I have experience in this exact challenge that yes. Kelly did, is, is going to do here. And I will tell you this, I was I was doing radio in Columbia at the time. I went head-to-head with uh, with one of my friends who happened to be the, the sports director at a local television state, a station. We did 53s. You had to do 50 in five minutes. And I went. Yeah, that's exhausting. I went 17 of 50. 
and my my uh, my friend went twenty three of fifty. Oh, so uh, uncontested. Granted, what, uh, Granted, though, what three point line are you giving Kelly? Are you going to give him whatever random NBA, one he goes NBA. to? NBA. This is about the all right. Lakers. So we got to find a gym with an NBA three point yes, line. Yes, we then. do. We do. Yeah. I, w- I would say to that. I s- I would say that the correct number on Kelly is twenty one and a half. And I deserve a nice <laughs> gym. I Jeff deserve like an twenty one and a half. I deserve an indoor <laughs> gym with air conditioning. Uh, oh, with, with, with great rims. I don't want any of that, du- the, the outdoor double rim <laughs> bounce action. I might need a f- couple friendly bounces. Okay, we'll get you all that. Good Wyatt, hook God. it up at UNLV, buddy. Uh, yeah, Wyatt, that's right. Hook or it Ben up. Wilson. Doesn't he run the whole arena over there for yeah, the G League? Let's go to the 4,000 seat. Dollar, the dollar loan yes, center. That's, I'm all in on let's this Let's go. Now. Las Vegas Ignite, <laughs> the dollar loan center arena. You're, we'll you're the happen. halftime show, Kelly. By the way, we could totally sell tickets to this. <laughs> Uh, I think it will sell as many as Victor Webb and Yama would. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Coach of the Year. we got a few minutes here. Coach of the Year in the National Football League. We touched upon this yesterday briefly, um, but I think it's worth talking about a little more. Nick Sirianni of the Undefeated Eagles, the short shot now uh, at BetMGM. We'll throw up those numbers, but he's a short shot everywhere. Plus 140 at BetMGM. Brian Dable of the one-loss Giants at plus 250. Robert Solid, Jeff, your Jets has crept into the single digits. He's 8-1. to one. Kevin O'Connell, Vikings 12-1. to one, And then everybody else is 20-1 to one or longer, including the guy that I would bet right now, which is Pete Carroll, which I get that he's okay. He's not the undefeated Sirianni. He's not Dable, which is everybody's flavor right now. But if the Seahawks, again, were it not for the AFC West, everybody would still be all about the NFC West being the toughest division in football. They're leading that. Yeah. Okay, so wait, quick quick round table, quick quick answers from all three. Which if take out the odds, who's your coach of the year? Is it Carroll for you? Yes. Okay. Given the, Dable is tough to say against, but I think there's they're much more fortunate than the Seahawks are good. So it's Dable for me right now. Yes. Dable Jeff, at the, Dable at the moment. At, at the, the moment. moment. At the it, moment. It, yes. But I do wholly I, I, I do truly believe what Eric Eager said earlier about the Giants, where look, they're they're kind of getting a little lucky right now. And a lot of it, I think a lot of their wins are Dable. How many times do we see them come out of halftime and they look like a completely different team? They look like that team has that's adjusted better from the from the other team. So I don't know, but you like you can't if they're you're talking about two teams in the same division. Sirianni goes on to keep racking up wins. Well, if they if they never lose at Sirianni, like, it's Sirianni. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even though he's got players and their expectations right. were high, but like the expectations game, like let's not forget how many people just crap on Pete Carroll. Come on, don't totally at these numbers. It's not even a debate. You it's bet Carroll. Carroll. It's not. It's, it's the it's best not, bet. It, by far the best bet at twenty to one. I agree. Look, this week is going to go a long way right? towards deciding They're this. Facing uh, each other. Who knew that week eight, Seattle and the Giants would be the biggest game on the board? The only game where it's two winning teams. I think is that true? The, the, Se- yeah, the yeah. Seahawks and the Giants. Wow. I didn't even realize that. And there's like <laughs> other matchups that you would have thought would have been the marquee matchups. By the way, Sean McDermott, twenty to one. No one's ever going to give him a coach of the year. Is that just his fate? I mean, he has to go sixteen and one. Yeah. In yeah. order for him to he win that sh- award, he should have won it a couple years ago. The, the year ago. that Stefanski won it, mm-hmm. I was like, McDermott should have won it. That because year. every year now, everybody's going to say, "You got Josh Allen." Yeah. Right now, it's you have Josh Allen, so yeah. we're not going to give it to you. It's like whoever has LeBron James. We're not going to give you the award, you know, in the past. Not LeBron James, who shoots 19% from three. And no love for your guys, Salah? None? Those two injuries that the Jets suffered last week are are probable killers. Uh, even, it, Hall, everyone points to Hall. 
But losing your best offensive lineman is just such a killer with Vera Tucker going out for the year with the triceps. Even though, uh, look, uh, if they win this week as a a two-and-a-half-point underdog against New England, you're 6-2 and with Buffalo coming in. All of a sudden, next week's for the AFC East lead, which would mean Buffalo probably wins by five touchdowns. The Brees Hall thing is sad. Yeah, it's just, it's just uh, so sad. The Vera Tucker one's the bigger injury, though, for the team. Uh, pro tip of the hour. We talked about NFL fewest wins earlier. That market is an interesting one, and I think very bettable. Texans are the short shot, short shot priced at plus 150, but there are long shots that definitely have value in that market. The Panthers are 5-1. to one. The Lions and Bears are 8-1. to one. Check that out if it's available in your jurisdiction. That's your pro tip for the hour. We do one every hour on VEASAN across every show, so that means at least 20 every day. They're all available for VEASAN Pro subscribers only at VEASAN.com, where you can sort them by sport and by show. Jeff, don't go anywhere. We're doing a Megapod. Let's do it. By the way, Mikhail, you look great with a mustache. Lombardi Line next. Enjoy. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.